April. Hey, I'm Caroline, and this is Bloody Happy Hour. Your newest true crime comedy podcast. So grab your favorite drink and join us every week for Thirsty Thursday. We promise to tell you the bloodiest stories and give you a laugh in between. Go find us, follow us, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Because guess what? We about to be sipping on some murder. shit that scares me podcast where i talk about all of the scary things we face in this big scary world hauntings yep we got those aliens sure domestic terrorism oh yes cults absolutely sometimes i even bring friends on for a chat get scared with me every other monday on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts How many cups of coffee have you had today? A lot. Can you give me that in numbers? A lot, teen, a lottie, 30 a lot. I'm sure you pee brown at this point. I'm getting a little concerned. It's it's more of a like a beige-ish, like taupe yellow. It's the clarity. It's uh have you heard of vile beans? Oh my god, yes, and I hound dog them like nobody's business. You would so love their coffee. They have brand names after fictional characters like Jason Voorhees and also animated villains and serial killers. You mean to tell me that we roast serial killers and technically so do they? Like, do they roast their own serial killers? I mean, I mean beans? Do they roast their own beans? <laughs> yes. It's like a match made in hell for true crime community. I'm eyeing the monster coffee. That one's an original roast and that one's like right up my alley, you know, with the half and half, all that. I'm looking at the Cinnabundi. <laughs> Cinnabundi. That one seems to be a nice Cinnabon flavor without the sugar. I wonder if Ted Bundy smelled like that when they executed him by electrocution. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that dude smelled pretty bad when he died. Eh, enough about that. We have a promo code. If our listeners go to vilebeans.com and use the promo code nefarious15, they get 15% off every purchase. Dude, that's dope. I'm gonna go run, not walk, and, and order some of that coffee, but I'm also gonna give my cheesy sign off now for this ad. Go for it. <clears throat> Buy all means vile beans content warning this episode contains strong language and discussions of violence trigger warning it's ed gein and he made human leather also murder listener discretion is advised okay so before we continue on um i want to address a mistake that was made in the candy man episode that you did i thought you said i worked really hard on that you did you did but but Allie, you know, Jason Vukovic's girlfriend, she had a lot to say about um, Vider, Texas. It's not Vidor. <laughs> <laughs> I messed it up. It's Vider like spider. See, I knew that. But you insisted on calling it anything else. Well, she, she did have a not so fun fact about spider, Texas. What's that? 
It used to be a fucking sundown town. I'm convinced everything in Texas was once a sundown town. Unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, thanks, Allie. We love you and appreciate you correcting us. Yeah. So, uh, earlier this month, I asked people for intro topic ideas. Shout out to Instagram user JustinWare1978. This suggestion, which is Halloween pranks gone bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> The first one I'm going to bring up, and we're linking all of these in the show notes so everybody can go and look at the videos if they'd like. But the first one is an appetizer of sorts. All right. Lay it on me. Remember that one episode where we were talking about five-minute hacks? God, I forget. Well, this one is reminiscent of that. Um, Don't hate me, but I, I just couldn't watch the entire thing because I was too busy laughing. But it starts out basically reprimanding people for doing pranks badly. Um, In the whole five minute hacks kind of way, you know, like quick camera movement, obvious actors and like shit like that. Oh, okay. This is going to be good. Actually, no, it it sucked. (laughs) They they were basically reenacting potentially bad pranks. So it showed these people, they were sitting at a table eating in their kitchen. Someone flickers a light on and off. And then suddenly after the last time it goes off, the light comes on and it's basically the chick from the ring. But the two quote unquote pranked individuals, they're like, oh gosh, you, you could have scared us, but you didn't. Here, do you want a cookie? Gosh, I'm going to make you some tea. Yeah, that was, uh. That was bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. You gotta watch that video at some point, though. (laughs) (laughs) I will. (laughs) Alright, so what else? Okay, so this next one, our main course, from my second link, they titled titled this one, Dad Hand. (laughs) I saw that one. (laughs) (laughs) Dad Hand. I actually saw it a few years ago, but it was... I, th- I sent it to like 20 people when I saw it at first because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Dad Hand, though, the name Dad Hand, that just like sounds pretty bad, like ominous. Dad Hand. But no, there's a toddler with this cute little toy saw, and it was so adorable. Aww. Yeah, but the poor kid, because he went to his daddy, I guess, to ask for a hand, and the dad had a fake hand that fell off. So that was kind of funny. Oh, wow. Oldest trick in the book. He's a toddler, Amanda. Yeah, but even I would have picked up on that. Amanda, he's a baby kid. (laughs) A baby child. Ugh, fine. (laughs) I'm just giving you a hard time. (laughs) Anyway, that poor baby ran off all terrified and reactive, and it was just so adorable. What an awesome dad. Aww. So the last one I'm going to go over is probably the the best the best worst one, okay? I would say it's I would say it's the dessert, but you know how some people will be like yogurt for dessert and you're thinking, "Oh, TCBY or Menchie's or Yogurtland or something." But really it's like a half cup of like Dannon or Activia. <laughs> yeah, this one's kind of disappointing. Okay, first of all, that would be really mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> of all, did somebody die in this prank? Close. But it's a great lesson on not being an absolute asshat. 
or maybe just a better prankster. So they were they were good. Okay, I'll, I'll give them that. It was this magician dude, like he was a professional magician, and he was doing magic tricks, and a clown would appear. Now, this was around that time where people kept claiming to be sighting all these different scary clowns everywhere. You remember that, right? Yes. I think it was like 2016 or 17 where all the random clowns started popping up. Yeah, well, this magician was capitalizing off of all that for pranks. So at the end of the video, he asked for a lighter and and then he lights the lighter like he's trying to light a cigarette. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a random fire just explodes. It just happens, and then a clown appears, just out of nowhere, right? And then this clown is menacingly walking towards this unsuspecting dude, the one that, like, lent him the lighter, as if he were a threat, right? So the dude looks, he looks surprisingly calm. Like, he's real chill. Like, you could tell he's scared, but he's real chill about it. He's just backing off, backing off. And then he pulls a gun out on him. (laughs) And I'm laughing because... I'll tell you in a minute, but the prankster then pulls his mask off real quick and he's like, hey man, hey man, hey man, it's a prank, it's a prank. To which the young man that was like pulling the gun on him, he goes, man, grow the fuck up. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I'm not convinced it was real. It seemed a little bit like they were all acting. Probably, but don't roll up on me in a clown mask. Or a Freddy Krueger mask, right, Amanda? Mandy Pandy? Dong, dong number one. Remember that time when you and fandom family chats went to Chicago and and y'all said dog. Remember that time when we never brought that up, Courtney. So who are we digging up today? Funny you should say that because we are talking about Eddie. Oh, Eddie Vedder. Ah, I can't believe he had the balls to go and kill the people. It's gotta be a conspiracy. Yeah, you know. Why? I can't remember. Courtney. What? Ed Gein. Oh, Ed Gein. Wait, was he a grave robber? Pretty much. Anyway, join us for a perfect participant. Courtney, did you name this episode a perfect participant? Yeah, what's the problem? Just who is the perfect participant? Honestly, I don't even know yet, but assuming that the guy dug graves and stole bodies for the skin suit industry, um, I'd be willing to bet that to Eddie, they were perfect participants. And I mean, I'd, I'd go back and change the name to a perfect problem, but I mean, I find this to be much more intriguing, plus... You know, a perfect problem is me. I'm a perfect problem. Okay, well, fine. But let's get this party started, shall we? Party on, Wayne! Party on, Garth. We really need to hire better script writers. This sucks. (laughs) We need more of an audience for that. (laughs) Listen, people. (laughs) All right, so, Buffalo Bill... Hannibal Lecter, 
Norman Bates, Leatherface. Any of those sound familiar? Isn't Buffalo Bills like a restaurant, like Hofbra? No, wait, no, no, no. Is it, isn't the Buffalo Bills a football team? Oh, oh, fun fact. Uh, Hannibal Lecter actually didn't say hello, Clarice. Did you know that? I really didn't. Okay, well, a lot of people swear that he did. Like, they swear up and down. But this is due to something called the Mandela or Mandela effect, which occurs where your mind creates something that didn't happen, and then other people's minds will follow suit. Um, there's, you know, a bigger sciency explanation, but basically everyone believes that Shazam existed, and it actually didn't. It's It's just really weird, but... Yeah, it's believed that he didn't actually say that. He said something to the effect of good morning or something before she had actually introduced herself. And people just kind of took it and ran with it. Okay. No, uh, what about Leatherface? Oh, yeah, I see that all the time when I look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> uh all those characters that everyone knows, well, they're all loosely based on our Halloween episode, Serial Killer, Ed Gein. Ed Geeny Weenie. Oh, wow, Court. Wow. More penis jokes. Amanda, am I, am I making you mad? No, just following the shitty script. Okay, well, shit. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You guys didn't see that, but she stuck her tongue out at me. <laughs> I, I sometimes forget you guys can't see me. Yeah, it's because, I mean, we we have, listen, we have all of this. We have the nature going out on around us. Right now, we're sitting here roasting some marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Look at, listen, we have our, our full audience of crickets. And... <laughs> You know, the, the backing of, you know, this bonfire that we've got going on. So it's hard to it's hard to remember that we actually don't have any fans because we can't put any fans outside because there's no electrical outlet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're too much. Thank so you. Anyways. <laughs> Ed Gein or Edward Theodore Gein. Wait, let me interrupt you for a second. Didn't we need to tell everybody that you're sick? Oh, we probably should because you, my voice is going to sound different. Yeah. I'm sick, guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get this out. But if my voice sounds a little bit annoying, it's because I'm sick. Or maybe I have like a nice, you know, raspy voice like Phoebe did on Friends. I don't know. So. I think Amanda sounds really sexy. So sick. <laughs> she has I'm in my hot tea. <laughs> she's no, like I am totally like very cis. Am I saying that right? Like cis. Uh, I'm straight, you know. But like, but damn, girl, damn. I got that nice raspy voice going on. She got a phone sex operator thing going on. <laughs> but back to Edward Edward Edmund Gein. Edward Theodore Gein. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, he was also called the Butcher of Plainfield because he was born in Plainfield, Wisconsin on August 27th of 1906. Oh, man. So he was born in Plainfield? Yes. Plainfield. So, was he plain? 
is this episode just going to be plain? Considering that we're talking about a murderer and skin enthusiast, I would say that this episode has nothing to do with plain or being plain. So isn't a skin enthusiast an esthetician? Courtney, I love you, but you're such an airhead. I keep telling people that. Nobody fucking believes me. <laughs> I do. I do. Okay. I'm there. I'm with you. Okay, cool. All right. But saying he had a rough upbringing would be putting it mildly. His dad was a bad alcoholic that died of a heart attack in 1940. His mother, Augusta, who ran a grocery store, was insane, abusive woman. But Ed idolized her in a very unnatural way. His older brother, Henry, would often confront Ed about how he looked up to their abusive mother. Okay, so before we continue, if you guys hear a bunch of loud banging in the background, speaking of mother, um, you know, my mom is my mom is in the kitchen right now um, trying to break up a bag of ice. So. <laughs> but. Back to the story. Oh, and before anybody questions me, being 38 years old, living with my mom, she actually lives with my husband and I because we are her caregiver. So, <laughs> Courtney does not do what have to live. You don't. You don't have to live with your mother. Your mother lives with you, and we love her so very much. But you know, she she has to have ice, and that's fine. So she's banging the shit out of a bag of ice and you might hear that you might not I don't know but I'm just letting you guys know that ice is um very important woman needs her ice leave her alone yeah leave her alone if you guys hear that (laughs) banging noise you just assume that nobody's being murdered in my house um back to Ed Gein it is a natural but you know if you look at it from like any psychological standpoint it's not uncommon to want attention from any domineering figure in your life no matter how crappy they are like when a young mind is still learning and growing they have no choice but to look up to those domineering or parental parental figures because that's all they know but and that's a big deal but like this suggests a mix of nature and nurture already as his older brother also somewhat of a domineering figure knew differently and he actually tried to warn eddie yeah how sad is that right the one, one person you're supposed to rely on and protect you and raise you just drops the ball like augusta did yep anyway around 1915 augusta sold the grocery store and moved the family to an isolated farmhouse outside of plainfield when ed was eight years old okay so i'm already getting some dean coral vibes dude right yeah Anyway, around this time, Ed snuck into the slaughter shed to find his mother with a pig carcass hanging upside down. And when she sliced the pig down the center to release its intestines, Ed reportedly experienced sexual pleasure. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, we're going to jump right into it. Oh, okay, okay. So Ed and Henry were not allowed to leave the farm except to go to grade school where Ed was apparently an excellent reader, but he was bullied for his shyness and his lazy eye and growth on his tongue that affected his speech. Wow. So that's actually pretty sad. And I personally kind of identify with that. Um, Little fun factoid about old airhead Courtney over here. Um, I, I, I identify with all of that. Like I do have a lazy eye. 
Um, I was born with it, and then I'm blind in it now because of a fucking cat that I had. But, uh, you know, I do have a lazy eye. I was very shy, and I do have a part of my tongue that has, like, a little enlarged and benign growth on it. But I don't know if that's, ex like, actually affected my speech. I mean, I did go to speech therapy a lot as a kid, but I can honestly tell you that I'm no murderer. So don't worry about me, people. I'm, I'm not a killer, but don't push me. You had to bring Tupac into this? Yep. We like music here. Truth. Yeah. So his teachers and classmates at his elementary school said that he was shy, but he had strange mannerisms, mm -hmm. such as bursting out in fits of laughter, apparently at his own thoughts. Okay, that's creepy. <laughs> and I do that too. I mean, I have so many inside jokes of myself, and that's probably why I have no friends. I, I laugh a lot. I live, laugh, and love. <laughs> I mean, I talk my head and giggle sometimes if I think something's funny, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't say I would like go out in a fit of laughter by myself over here. <laughs> I, I do that all the time, though. All the time. 24 yeah. 7. Hey, man, you, you do you. You do you, boo. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, not right now. <laughs> oh, shit. 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 Okay. <laughs> Okay. I like that laugh. That's like a witchy Halloween laugh. <laughs> oh, that's how like insane clown posse. Anyway, okay, enough about my <laughs> enough about my crazy. So apparently the school blamed his mother mm -hmm. who punished he tried to make friends. Because of that, for the most part, his childhood was read was pretty solitary, except for his brother. So far, um, I've deduced from this that, from this entire podcast, actually, that murderers can be made by bullies and shitty moms. Truth. Mm. Big, big truth. Mm. But anyway, Ed and Henry worked on their family's farm most days while their mom would try to keep them separated from other people, which went to an extreme when Ed dropped out of high school. High school? Oh, not high school, guys. When he dropped out of school, eighth grade. Right. Augusta was happy about that, I'm sure. Mm. She would have had more time to read to them from the Bible and tell them that the outside world was evil mm. and that all women are prostitutes. So wouldn't that mean she was a prostitute? If she told them that all women were prostitutes? Oh, Amanda. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. But... Oh, and that drinking and immortality were the devil's work. Okay, so why does this sound like Jason Vukovich's mama, old Sandy? <laughs> you remember? You remember her? Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, this isn't necessarily connect Christianity with murder, although it's unfortunate that a lot of murder is surrounded by a severely religious type of upbringing. I mean, Jason didn't murder anyone, just to be clear. But all of that did fuck him up pretty good. How sad. Yep. So, but after uh, Eddie's dad died, mm -hmm. Ed and Henry were responsible for the farm and any handiwork that needed to be done. Ed also worked on other properties for extra money and even uh, babysat kids. Do you know who else babysat kids? Who? Shelly Notek and Tony Costa. So basically, I 
don't trust anybody anymore. I'm done. Nope. I know. I don't either. That's weird, right? Yep. Ed Gein is hitting all the marks. He sure is. Yep, but Henry was making plans to move in with a divorced woman, and she had two kids already. Ugh. When he began criticizing his mother's hold over Ed. And in 1944, Henry sadly died in a field fire while working burning marsh vegetation, whatever that is. Man, that's that's really sad. But uh, but to explain what marsh vegetation is, it's basically a spot that has a lot of vegetation, herbs, and pretty much plant life. And I'm assuming, like, I'm no farmer, but I'm assuming that he was probably burning it away to make some room for new vegetation. Um, it was probably underkept, and most of it had started to die or rot away. And, you know, like like I said, I'm not a farmer, but if I were, I would probably assume that that would be it. That's actually a pretty intelligent guess. Where on earth did that come from? My husband plays a lot of Minecraft. <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> Although... <laughs> Although Ed reported his brother missing to the police, he was able to lead them directly to the burned body when they arrived. Henry died of asphyxiation. Wow, Amanda. Asphyxiation? Whoa. Why can I not speak? I blame her on the sickness. Yeah, she's sick, man. So if y'all hear me correcting her, it's not me correcting her. I'm just (laughs) being helpful. She's helping me tonight. Yeah. So he died of asphyxiation. And despite bruises discovered on Henry's head, the death was ruled an accident due to lack of evidence. Later on, police say that there is no denying that Ed killed Henry. Insane. Oh my god. Oh, I just had a fucking epiphany, but I I can't go into it because we discussed this very briefly. I'll I'll go into it later. I'll remember. Okay. Uh, Anyways, Eddie, man. (laughs) Oh, Man, Eddie, I was just starting to have a little sympathy there. Just just a smidge. But man, you fucking ruined it, you old leathery bitch. Oh, speaking of old and leathery bitches, I'm old and leathery and I need a break. Hey, Courtney. What's up? You tend to deal with more of the production side of this podcast. Uh-huh. What kind of tools do you use? Well, I actually use a few things, but my favorite one I use is a really cool program called Anchor. Really? Yeah, it's by far the easiest way to create a podcast. They provide creation tools that allow you to record. You can also edit your podcast right from your computer or cell phone. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So how do you push your podcast to different platforms? Dude, Anchor does it all for you. They distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. That's cool. Yeah. On top of us wrangling our kids, working full time, doing research, that does seem to cut down a lot of the time, huh? Oh, yeah. How come we didn't know about this sooner? Honestly, I really don't know. But one of the best parts about this is you don't have to have a minimum number of listeners or plays to monetize off your podcast. That's awesome. That helps us become one step closer to helping donate back to the victims and their families. Yeah, that's important. But how much does it cost to use Anchor? Well, are you ready for this? Yeah, bring it on. It's free dude dude that's awesome go download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started what is it that makes us so interested in what we don't understand we're setting out to investigate everything strange unusual and scary in our world 
they're going to be able to scan your brain and upload it to a computer. Some people think of it as like the greatest victory that we could ever have because right. it makes you immortal in a sense. I think it's terrifying. It Me is too. terrifying. We invite guests who bring their own personal perspectives. I mean, especially considering the fact that the overwhelming majority of UFO sightings and documentation occurs within miles of nuclear testing facilities. Yeah. They bring their own encounters with the paranormal. All of a sudden, I feel this whoosh of wind and this ringing in my ear so loud that makes me stand up straight. And we both had this moment of, you know, maybe we should get out of here. It was a hot summer day and a hot night but when I went into this one room it was freezing and I to this day it felt like somebody was going to push me down the stairs a few months into living at the new house I was woken up to the lamps being on and the snow globe music box going off hello and most of all we just have a ton of fun Jacques would never eat not a single bite just sip from his glass of wine. He was a vampire. He was a vampire. 100% a vampire. Holy buckets. My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hello, weirdos. And you are listening to Keep It Weird. All right, we are back. Amanda and I were talking leather handbags from Neiman Marcus. Uh, they cost a lot, but aren't... They're, they're not that special. I mean, you can get far better, far cheaper at your local thrift store. I promise you. You know, you might find a head or someone's toenails or even a human hand inside of it. You might not. But, you know, if you do, just take it as a bonus or a freebie item. You know, buy one, get one, if you will. Promotional item. You know, look at it as the ha- glass is half full. Have you lost your fucking mind? Yeah, 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 I, I know. No, oh, I love you. <laughs> 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 so, getting back to our, our Eddie. Mm-hmm. Oy. Oh, Ed. Oh, Ed. He gives me the heebie-jeebies, man. Mr. Ed. Yeah. So, a year later, in 1945, Ed's mommy dearest died mm-hmm. from a stroke and left him a virtual hermit. Wow. No, I also read somewhere, but I only could find it in one place, so I didn't put it in here. In it, so this is kind of off the record, guys. Right. But I could see it being true. Apparently, he like laid in the bed for with his dead mom for a while. Okay, I have seen that. Okay, have you? Because I couldn't, I couldn't confirm it. I looked and- at actual things. I could not confirm it, but I've read it. And it's really funny because you're kind of like segueing into what I was about to say, but continue. Okay. So, after her death, um, Eddie blocked off areas of the house with boards that his mother had used most frequently, preserving them as some sort of shrine, and moved into a single room off the kitchen. Okay, so I was reading about the case that I'm going to do next, which I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a huge huge trigger warning ahead of time this next case is fucking brutal um but i am gonna say that i find it interesting that these people are straight up obsessed with their mothers um some murderers have incestuous relationships with them and that was what you were segueing into and that's really gross as fuck (laughs) ew yeah gross imagine Popping out of somebody's vagina only to go back into it. 
god. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> no, actually, it's funny because that's a huge hint for the next case that I'm doing. So Ooh. I didn't originally say that. Oh, just think about it. Anyway, that, yeah, it's gross. It's gross. Ugh. Yeah. Sicko people. Hey, you know what? This Ew. is uh, this is all payback for that fucking turkey baster. <laughs> so. Oh, the Pappin sisters. Oh, the Pappins. Oh, the Pap smears. Oh, man. Those incestuous, little, those incestuous little handbags. Oh. <laughs> uh, every every time I, like, see a baster now, that's all I can think of. Like, I don't have one in my house anymore. I'm, I, I'm sorry that you did yourself dirty like that. <laughs> I can't. I will. I, I can't use one anymore. Like, it's. I don't have one. I'm sorry. What the fuck There's are you no going to... How are we going to... Oh, you're just not going to base them anymore? Nope. That's Maybe okay. I'll buy one and then throw it away after I use it. Because That's I okay. We use a, use we have used a ladle. A ladle works. You know? Perfect. Yeah, there you go. I don't think they did anything with a ladle. <laughs> or so. so you think. So I think. <laughs> Heck, I don't know. But please don't ruin ladles for me, too. <laughs> I, I won't, but my mind is going there. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. So, the police later said that uh, while the boarded up rooms were pristine, mm-hmm. Ed's, well, they had a little bit of dust, they said. Which well, is yeah. yeah, that's normal. That's dead skin cells. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of so, dead skin. Oh, God. <laughs> we're getting there. Trigger <sighs> warning, guys. So this is about to get real raunchy in a little while we're a raunchy ass podcast anyway <laughs> yeah but this is okay get ready all right so ed's little room was cluttered and disgusting like there was like body parts and boxes like laying by the bed and i guess i can't really see ed cleaning with windows open on a sunday mid-morning though imagine the smell first of all but but i can i can see it i can see it you know, I can see him wiping those boards with lemon pledge, and the biggest item on his list is probably pine saw and bleach. Lots and lots and lots of bleach. Oh yeah, lots of bleach. Yeah. So now that he was all alone, he had time and opportunity to be himself. He okay. apparently enjoyed death cult magazines, porn. Nazi cannibal adventure stories and spending the days alone in his pastime. First of all, this sounds like a really, really bad Plenty of Fish profile. <laughs> and then you said, you said something about Nazi cannibal adventure stories. Fuck Nazis, first of all. But secondly, have you ever seen like those Disney adventure magazines? Because that's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> Do you remember the Disney Adventure magazines? Yes. Well, I do. Actually, that's really oh, sad. Ruined those for me too, dang it. No, Ed Gein ruined that for you. Okay. <laughs> so the only palate cleansers in this entire list is the porn. I mean, that's weird. I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. My my list consists of of research of these cases, and then my palate cleanser definitely. It's not porn. It's more like me borrowing my daughter's playlist of Cocomelon or or listening to fan, family chats and trying to scrub my brain of all the bad. What's your palate cleanser? Mm, cat videos. By the way, 
dong number one. And that's all I'll say about that. Thanks, Maureen. Thanks. Thanks for that. That that made my day. That was magical. Dong number one. Everyone followed family fan clubs on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They would know what we're talking about. So yes. that's all I'll say. Dong number one. Dong number one. Yeah. But continuing on with this Ed dude. Family fandom chats is not family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Just that one. We're delirious. Hey, hey. Dong number one. Dong. It's like a, a dong. dong. Like, kind of like dong. a gong. Like a ding dong? A ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> Like a beanie weenie? Wow, I really am sick. Here goes my brain. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Alright. Continuing on Ed. Yeah, continuing on Ed. The end to all his crazy was poor Bernice Warden, who, when didn't open up her hardware store on November 16th, 1957, was reported missing. Mm Mm-hmm. She was last seen at the hardware store she owned talking to Ed about antifreeze. And when the deputy sheriff went to the store to investigate, he saw the register open and blood on the floor. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't like this. Yeah. Bernice's son was with her when Ed was asking about the antifreeze earlier that day. And when they looked up the receipts, the last thing sold was antifreeze. Hmm. So, when the police showed up at his property to speak to him about this, they found the body of Bernice Warden. Mm-hmm. She had been shot and decapitated. Oh, and I should mention that Bernice's son, Frank, was the deputy sheriff in town. Big mistake, Ed. What a fucking dumbass. But, question, did, did, Ed, did he actually have a low IQ? Were you able to find that out? Yes, I actually do know that. He was tested after he was arrested, and his IQ was 106, which is average, despite dropping out of school in the eighth grade. Okay. I will say that Ed did tell someone later on that his father would go into these violent, alcoholic rages and hit him in the head repeatedly so hard, making his ears ring. Oh, well, you know. Maybe. I I don't know if that did anything, I mean, but they said his IQ was 106. After he was arrested. So. Also, what the fuck would Ed need antifreeze for? Cars? Tractors? I don't know. What takes antifreeze other than cars? He was he was probably thirsty. Ugh. He probably thought it was Kool-Aid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go, to the, go to the hardware store from some Kool-Aid. Oh, I sure am thirsty after all that skin. Skin. Ugh. Skin leathering. Yeah. I, uh... I researched this case so hard that I even... I, I even know what Ed Gein ate most days. <laughs> oh, God, I'm not ready for this. Let's go. How much I know about this man now. <sighs> that was actually just pretty, like, box macaroni bread. Like, it was, like, super simple stuff like that. He couldn't cook. So... Box macaroni ain't all that bad. No. But, but he didn't. I don't. He didn't really eat anything like gross. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, he just ate. I mean, I'm like, probably never going to eat it again after this because all I'm imagining right now is like boxed macaroni as a side to like barbecued ankle. Well, I'm sure he 
he ate it out of his scoble too. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's only appropriate. Yeah. So, so yeah. Police said that his home showed that he would rob graves and collect body parts, which he used to make household items such as clothing and masks. Oh, okay. Police also said that his home was filled with human body parts. There were countless bones, both whole and fragmented. Skulls impaled on his bedposts. Bowls and kitchen utensils made from skulls. Worse than the bones, however, were the household items made from human skin. Didn't he have, like, a lampshade and also wallpaper made from human skin? Where am I remembering that from? No, you're right. He did. Oh. And, uh, I put a few, I only put a few in here because if I listed everything, then our listeners would turn this off. But the police did find chairs, um, upholstered in human skin, a wastebasket made of skin, leggings made from human leg skin. Gross. Mmm. Masks made from faces. I don't want to know. I'm about to say it. And no. It's, it's taking me a second to say it. My nipples hurt. A belt made of nipples. God dang it. God. A pair of... Whoa, 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 This is actually my favorite one. A pair of lips being used as a window shade drawstring. Can you imagine what the actual fuck? I'm sadly imagining this being a lot like my grandmother's house. Who didn't, who didn't, yeah. (laughs) No, I'm not having latent memories, but, but like, I can imagine it being like dusty and musty up in there and then walking into this. so gross. Oh, God, no. I would hate to be the one that had to go in there and like clean up that house. I don't think nope. if if if, if, if if it were me, I wouldn't even hire a maid. Like, <laughs> well, but when actually, you but when you were mentioning like the skin, the skin chair, as I will call it, the skin chair. Imagine sitting on that butt ass naked. Yeah, there's actually, Ugh. and you can I'll, I'll send you a picture so you can put it on Instagram. But we'd have pictures of this stuff too. Yeah, <laughs> not the nipple belt. I'm not putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can put. Some gloves. My nipples hurt, man. My nipples hurt. I was. I got a picture of the chair. Oh, yeah. It was actually very well done. Um, Oh. So you said a a corset. Yeah, a corset made a female torso. What the fuck? And drum roll. Oh God. A lampshade made. From a human face. Okay, so I knew it was made from skin, but what? Can you imagine walking into somebody's house and you're like, you see this lampshade and it's a human face just all spread out? Right? Oddly, I'm also thinking of um, that movie, A Christmas Story, where he had like the leg lamp. (laughs) Can you imagine that as like the (laughs) lampshade? Can you imagine that? That would be weird. <laughs> oh, gross. So, oh, along with the skin items, though, police found various dismembered body parts, including fingernails, uh, four noses, 
the genitals of nine different women. Oh, that's a venereal disease waiting to happen. Right? (laughs) Oh, and also, weirdly, they found male bones and a gold tooth buried on the property. I guess he, uh, I guess he wanted to make himself a grill. You know, like what some rappers wear. Doubtful. But how is it that you took the gold tooth out of this entire thing? Four noses, Courtney. And genitalia of women. And fingernails. But you came up with the gold tooth? Oh, no! <laughs> this guy. Nope. <laughs> nope. Genitals. Fucking genitals. And the fingernails, they're just sending me, girl. They're just sending me. Oh, I know, right? Right. Um, that, so is, that is a bachelor right there. That's a bachelor. Ugh. <laughs> Ew. I don't think so. Plus, apparently he was a virgin when he died. Eligible bachelor. Because his mama said that sex was sin. Oh, okay. He also apparently never smoked or drank. By the life. way, guys, I'm not glorifying this guy. When I say that he's an eligible bachelor, I want you all to know that I'm being hella sarcastic. So, yes. you guys, I hope you guys know us by now. If you don't know us by now, then why the fuck are you still listening? Are y'all about to make um, a Reddit thread about us? Huh? If it is, be nice. I cry easily. Don't make me cry. Same. Same. Mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive. Um. So, uh, Bernice Warden's body was found as well, decapitated, like I said earlier. Right. But check this. Okay. Her head had been hung in a burlap sack, and her heart was hanging in a plastic bag near the stove. In what world did this guy think that he was going to get away with all this shit? Well, I mean, nobody had been to that property. Ever. Think about it. Oh my god. Yeah, he was a hermit though, but I mean, the smell. Like, there was, nobody ever came over there. Maybe that's why he needed the antifreeze. I think, I wonder if antifreeze, like, gets rid of the smell or something. Maybe it did something. I don't know. Um, also, her body had been strung upside down and gutted like a deer. Oh, that's awful. That's yeah. fucking horrific and sad. And like I said earlier, her son was a deputy sheriff. So you know he was there. Because he went there to talk to him about seeing where his mom was. That's traumatizing. How awful. I awful. would I would probably retire and then kill myself. Seriously. Like, I mean, I'm not suggesting people do that. But if it were me, like, that's just... I can't even imagine dying in that way. But I can't imagine coming across, like, a family member. That's even worse. That way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Police also found the body parts of Mary Hogan who had been reported missing. Mary Hogan, who somewhat resembled Ed's mother. And why am I not surprised? This, this again, seems like a popular MO with the killers. I know, right? Yeah. But uh, in December of 1954, Mary Hogan vanished from her bar. The police found blood on the tavern floor and an empty bullet casing. Okay, so I've been under the impression for a long time that um, Ed Gein didn't actually kill anybody, that he just recycled dead bodies in this way. But this is, this is like, new to me. Call me naive, but I guess I just didn't really pay much attention until now. I can see that. Right. His, uh, his grave digging tendencies was what he sadly, 
quote-unquote became famous for. Right. So, I mean, it's it's not... I think some people really don't know that. Right. He actually was a serial killer. Right. Um, the, the following day, after poor uh, Mary had gone missing... Yeah. He was... Uh, Working on an odd job with another local man, Elmo. Oh, thank God. Thank God. A palate cleanser. Sesame Street is my jam. Have you seen that gif of Elmo on the toilet singing about pooping on company time? No, Courtney. Unfortunately, this is not a palate cleanser at all. Okay. Talking about Elmo Yuck. Okay. With whom he discussed the disappearance of Mary. Ed said, she's up at the house right now. That's that's ominous. Yeah. So Elmo thought Ed was joking. Hi, I'm Elmo, and it's my birthday. And for my birthday, I want you to tell me you are joking. And Elmo don't like these jokes. They make Elmo sad. Elmo yuck, Courtney. Elmo yuck. Elmo thinks this is yuck. It make Elmo sad. Okay, I'm going to stop now because this hurts my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Elmo, Elmo's dad. Um, creepily, really <laughs> creepily, just like your Elmo impression. Um, Mary's head was later to be discovered in a paper bag at his house. Mm-hmm. Later, he told the police that he had been hanging out at Mary's tavern, drinking with her until the bar closed, and when no one else was around, he pulled the blinds, put a gun gun to her forehead and shot her. Oh. Placed her body in his Ford pickup truck and took her home to defile her. Oh. Disgusting. Absolutely. Oh. Blech. Sick crap head. Anyways. Wait, hold on. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I I love you. Craphead? He is a craphead. <laughs> a quick aside. My daughter has learned the word fuck. Why as am I not smart? As in like fuck that probably cuz I say it a lot, okay? But like as in like I I want my fucking toys. You know, it's just like, it's so random. But finally, I was like, look, if you're going to be saying bad words, the only one you're allowed to say is crap. And so whenever you call him a crap head. <laughs> oh, man. That's. He, he was a crap head. Okay, he was a crap head. <laughs> crap bag. Another crap. friend's reference. There you okay, go. Okay, a crap bag. Any friends fans out there? I lost my. Okay, there we go. So Ed um, actually admitted to killing the two women almost immediately. And right. he also admitted to robbing countless graves to steal the body parts. Of course. He would read the obituaries, find women close to his mother's age and description, and then go dig them up and steal them. Okay, so this is why I've always remembered that he didn't kill anybody, but... This is where I thought he was recycling, but damn, I guess I guess he did kill people. Wow. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. 
But I read that they suspected him of a few more murders, but Ed denied those. So who really knows how many he did kill? I mean, he he was in Dean Nile. Sorry, wrong episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty man. All right. So Ed also revealed his motives to the police. He said that soon after his mother's death, he had begun to create a woman suit. So that he could literally become his mother and crawl into her skin. Oh, that makes my skin crawl. <laughs> but that is one hell of a fucked up Halloween costume. Ew. Did you hear me just say that makes my skin crawl? <laughs> I got it. Do you need a little... Dad jokes. Oh my gosh. I can't too good today. It's okay. But, um... <laughs> Good job. Thank Good you. Job. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> so, he, uh... He, of course, pleaded not guilty by reason of sanity, which I actually believe at this time. I am 100% behind you on the fact that he was insane. Yeah. I mean, I, how could you not be? Right. And in late 1957, he was deemed unfit for trial, and he was confined in various psychiatric institutions where he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Okay. And in 1968, it was determined that he could participate in his own defense, and Ed was put on trial. Okay. I don't know how that happened. But ultimately, he was found guilty of killing Bernice Warden, reportedly due to financial reasons. And prosecutor, prosecutors, really, Amanda? Again? Prosecutors, apparently. Do you remember? Well, you remember, like, there was another episode. We are, like, having a lot of, like, uh, bring it backs going on where there was another episode where you called him a prosecutor, and I was laughing about it. Oh, my gosh. Because prosecutor. I just need to leave that word out of everything. Deja vu. Prosecutors. There you go. Prosecutors. <laughs> uh, they only tried one murder. But then Ed was deemed insane at the time of the crime. And he returned to the mental hospital where he remained until his death on July 26th of 1984. So how did he die? Weirdly, he died of stage three lung cancer. Uh, well, rest in peace to Mary Hogan and Bernice Warden. But Ed Gein, burn in hell, you fucking big old leathery handbag Ed Gainy weenie, you shitbag, you big dried out fucking beef jerky ass motherfucker. So Amanda, you got a famous ending quote? <laughs> of course I do. All right, well, let's go. Right. Our quote for this episode is... I am a typed director. If I made Cinderella, the audience would immediately be looking for a body in the coach. Oh. Who is that, Cordy? Um, I'm going to guess... Um, who is that one singer from, like, the late 70s? Because... <laughs> That sounds I don't know who's in the seventies. I listen uh, to the seventies all the time, but 
I'm going to guess Led Zeppelin. Oh, so close. Very close. Okay. But it was af- actually uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so you said something about, like, I am a type director if I made Cinderella. So basically, in Eddie's case, that's Skinderella. Skinderella. Dad joke. But dumb tis. Okay? Dumb tis. <laughs> so this episode was pretty short. So. But, it was. But it had to be. I mean, sometimes we're going to have some real fucking long ones. And sometimes we're going to have some short ones because. Short and sweet. Amanda and I are both humans and we get sick. Shit happens. So. Dude. But anyways, I could have probably gone on and on and on about Ed. But. You know what? It's. He was a recluse. He was a hermit. Mm. So a lot of his life, we actually have no idea about. And he right. didn't prison. He didn't talk to anybody or anything. So it's not like we got too much out of him there. Right. So, well, I mean, lots of movies were made. Not really after him, but I guess kind of inspired by his crimes. I like mean, said, I mean, Leatherface, Hannibal Lecter. Um, I mean, part of me wants to sit here and be like, you know, I I wish that people wouldn't like make these movies that are inspired by these serial killers because um, a lot of them really are getting glorified and that's just not fucking fair to the victims. But, you know, at I the know. same at the same point, um, you know, you we do have to kind of cater to those that have like an interest in like the psychology behind all this shit, you know, and and I mean... I, I feel like sometimes when people are creating movies and things like that, that are inspired by these killers, those creators are, and when I say creators, I'm not talking like Instagram influencers or anything like that. I'm talking like directors and writers and things like that. They do give kind of like a little bit more of an in-your-face insight. Like, you know, we just covered Tony Costa, for example. And my, I've always had this like huge interest in like psychology um, I actually really want to go back to school to study and become like a psychiatrist. But right now, like my biggest thing with this Tony Costa case is I really want to put that behind me. And this does make sense to this case, by the way, I really want to put that behind me. But the one thing that I really wish I could come across is like a video of something of just to hear what he sounds like when he's talking, because I want to be able to do all the math and piece all the, like the entire puzzle together. Yeah. I think that that's why a lot of people make these movies, not to glorify serial killers, but to give people like me more of an insight on what these people are like, you know? So I think it's important that we all kind of take that into account. People are going to hear that and disagree with me, and that's that's fine. I'm not here to, you know, agree with everybody and, and bend to everybody else's will. But with that being said... Yes, I wish Hollywood would quit glorifying these fuckbags. And at the same time, I I kind of do think that it's important when you do your research or when you have a curiosity that you want to, to fill that you, you watch those movies. It's it's a weird, complex thing. You know what I mean? It is. No, it, it definitely is. I mean, and you got you to gotta think about it. Like, not everybody watching... Texas Chainsaw Massacre or um, Silence of the Lambs or any of those movies that right. 
were loosely based off of Ed Gein. Not everybody knows that those are actually based off of a true story. Right. You know? Right. And, I mean, sadly, that's just how our world is. and It is. I mean, look at us. We're interested in these cases. And we're interested in not only the cases, we're also interested in, you know, remembering the victims. And that's you and I's biggest push for this is to remember all the victims. Right. Absolutely. That we do this. But also, we're interested in true crime and horror. And that's that's probably some psychological thing. I don't know. I my, I just really want to know what makes these guys tick. Personally, I want to know why these people snap and and do this kind of stuff. You know, it's just I, know. I have a deep a deep interest in that. Um, and but I think it's important also because it does raise awareness in the sense that, like, and I God, I hate to bring up Brian Laundry or even Chris Watts, but. I mean, you look at them and you see that they, they're similar in some ways. And yeah. then you kind of have that awareness of like, huh, so if I see these red flags and these two and, and compare them, I have a little bit more of an awareness of who to stay away from. And and that's a whole nother topic and I'll get into it one day, I promise. But I'm not saying that everybody that acts like these two people are like that. I am saying, though, that it's very important to keep yourself aware and to really just watch your back at all times. And, wow, we just went into, like, a whole, like, thing there, didn't we? We did, but it's okay. Red flags, people. Red flags. Watch out for the red flags. Speaking of, that's, like, a big trend on Twitter right now. And I just... (laughs) It's kind of That's why I said it. Well, all right. Well, Amanda, I guess you're going to kind of promo us out, right? I will. So, okay. hey guys, we are on Twitter. Red flags. <laughs> kidding. I'm going to come to that screen and hit you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've said that every episode now. <laughs> um, we're on Twitter, Red Flags, Facebook, <laughs> TikTok, Instagram. So go find us on those things. Follow us, like us. You can find our link tree in the show notes. Oh, speaking of link tree. Please don't forget to hit up. Don't forget up. Don't forget up to hit up. Man, I used to be a rapper, guys, and it's just coming out. No, don't forget to hit up Jason Vukovic's link tree, man. Really, any help or any support, you know, it's just such a huge blessing. Hey, Courtney, which uh, platforms can people find our podcast? I know Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So also Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio, Audible, pretty much anywhere. Um, you can even find us on good pods and we're also on youtube so it to those of you that don't like to like actually you know use spotify or those kind of platforms i mean you can find us on youtube awesome oh and uh review us all fuck please yes please please give us some reviews we want to know how shitty we're doing okay so uh (laughs) regular style this time what even are you talking about Don't be a dick! And wear deodorant, bitches. That wasn't very angry of you. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Alright, guys. (laughs) She's laughing. (laughs) I'm laughing too hard. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Don't don't die, dude. Alright. Don't be a dick. Wear deodorant and don't die. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to A Nefarious Nightmare. Music used in this podcast was created by Ghost Stories Incorporated. You can find their music on bandcamp.com. We do have social media. You can follow us at our Facebook page, at A Nefarious Nightmare, or you can follow our Instagram, Nefarious Nightmare Pod. If you have any stories of paranormal instances that have happened to you or ideas for true crime, please email us at a nefarious nightmare at gmail.com. Thank you very much and take care.